I'm Jimmy Murray, and this is the History Fact of the Day. Today's history lesson is on Live Aid. Live Aid was a benefit concert held on this day in history, Saturday, July 13th, 1985, so not exactly this day. Not the same day of the week, anyway. But July 13th, as well as an ongoing music-based fundraising initiative. The original event was organized by Bob Geldof and Midge Uray to raise funds for relief of the ongoing Ethiopian famine. Billed as the Global Jukebox, the event was held simultaneously at Wembley Stadium in London, United Kingdom, attended by about 72,000 people, and John F. Kennedy Stadium in Philadelphia, the United States, attended by exactly 89,484 people. I guess we in America are a little more precise than those in Britain. I can't back that up, actually. Um, and if, if you feel differently, go ahead and leave us a review or send me a tweet saying how precise British people can be. On the same day, concerts inspired by the initiative were held in other countries such as the Soviet Union, Canada, Japan, Yugoslavia, Austria, Australia, and West Germany. It was one of the largest scale satellite link-ups in television broadcasts of all time. An estimated audience of 1.9 billion across 150 nations watched the live broadcast, nearly 40% of the world population. For frame of reference, that'd be like 19 Super Bowl audiences. The impact of Live Aid on famine relief has been debated for years. One aid relief worker stated that following the publicity generated by the concert, humanitarian concern is now at the center of foreign policy for Western governments. Led Zeppelin performed for the first time since the death of their drummer John Bonham in 1980. Two drummers filled in for Bonham, Phil Collins who had played on singer Robert Plant's first two solo albums, and Tony Thompson. Live Aid eventually raised $127 million in famine relief for African nations, and the publicity it generated encouraged Western nations to make available enough surplus grain to end the immediate hunger crisis in Africa. Many artists and performers at Live Aid gained prominence and positive commercial influence. For all the cultural, charitable, and technological significance of 1985's Live Aid, its most immediate impact was on the charts. In the United Kingdom, for example, No Jacket Required by Phil Collins and Madonna's Like a Virgin leapt back into the top 10. Queen's three-year-old greatest hits rose 55 places into the top 20, followed by Freddie Mercury's Mr. Bad Guy. Every U2 album available at the time also returned to the charts. In 1986, Geldof received an honorary knighthood from Queen Elizabeth II for his efforts. Queen's performance at Live Aid was recreated in the band's 2018 biographical film Bohemian Rhapsody. Footage from the 1985 performance can be seen to match with the movie performance. It's almost a one-for-one. One. I think it's actually, it's exactly a one-for-one. One. If you look at where the cups are located in the, the video that's available on YouTube, you can see the cups are situated the exact same spot. These people mapped everything out. In February 2020, Queen and Adam Lambert reprised the original Queen setlist from Live Aid for the Firefight Australia charity concert in Sydney, Australia. The background to the staging of the concert as a whole was dramatized in the 2010 television drama When Harvey Met Bob, and I did say the British version of dramatized, which in English in America is dramatized. Come listen to us next week. I'm Jimmy Murray. Thanks for listening to History Facts on the Kid Friendly Network. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Executive producer, Chris Kremitzos.